Gary Dick joins us from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter at IIB. And Gary, a longtime reporter, you know that and you've seen with your own eyes that very often what happens on a world stage brings us to uh, our, our local stage. What are you hearing about uh, the the uh, war, uh, the Russian invasion of, of Ukraine and how it could be affecting not only Hoosiers here, but what we're going to see uh, statewide uh, in some other areas? Yeah, yeah, no question. There's uh, there's concern, uh, uh, A, about the plight of the Ukrainian people and uh, what's playing out there and uh, the images we're seeing on the screen. But beyond that, from an economic standpoint and the impact on the economy, uh, certainly uh, the events uh, there stand to impact that directly, especially manufacturing, big, uh, you know, heavy manufacturing states uh, like Indiana. We see what uh, is happening with uh, with oil prices, gas prices, uh, which obviously were up, were high before uh, this conflict began. Uh, but the prospect for those going up perhaps significantly more uh, has an impact on consumers, has an impact, uh, obviously, on companies uh, who are making things. Their expenses are going up. It's going to cost more to make things. That adds to what has already uh, been decades, um, uh, the highest uh, inflation rate in decades. So lots of concerns about how that plays out. The uh, the markets, uh, I, I think uh, the Dow is down in pre, pre-market trading a couple hundred points. It was down five five or 600 earlier uh, this morning. So a lot of concern, uh, to be sure, especially coming out of the pandemic here in Indiana. There, I think, is a cautious optimism that uh, – uh, 2022 certainly 23 could be could be some good years uh, for the state's economy and when it comes to economic development and those types of things so will that dampen uh, that that optimism we'll see let's uh, bring things a little back local here one of the stories that you have is about indigo breaking ground on the purple line and it's a it's a who's who of people who will never, ever invite me to their Christmas party um, uh, there with, with, with their shovels, with, with the purple bows on them. They're all very, very excited uh, about this. Are, are the people of central Indiana excited about a purple line? Well, we'll see. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, certainly as this, uh, you know, played out in the long, uh, years-long conversation on mass transit in Indianapolis, in central Indiana, what it should be, you know, what it should look like. That was a debate that I know you know full well has, has taken place here. Uh, the pandemic has certainly impacted uh, everything, including transportation, including mass transit. But uh, local officials are moving forward with, as you say, with the Purple Line. It's a nearly a $200 million project uh, connecting uh, Lawrence and downtown Indianapolis. So, so we will see. I will tell you, and we talked about it before, uh, that generally speaking, from a business community standpoint, some of the, uh, the folks leading uh, efforts in the business community, there's a feeling that mass transit is, is something that is needed, that is necessary in, in Indianapolis. So uh, continuing on, it's a 15, uh, I think it's about 15.2 miles, so it's a big project uh, that will roll along uh, East 38 Post Road corridors uh, uh, going forward. Right, because this is not the blue line one that's supposed to connect the airport. To, right. to downtown right right yeah, this that's, is that's uh, and really the second phase yep yep the the uh, bus rapid transit line is cackling i will i will not uh engage uh gary dick on what i feel about the <laughs> the, the, the 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 bus rapid rapid quote unquote uh transit talking to gary dick from inside indiana business uh, dot com you uh speak to ryan vaughn of the indiana sports corp uh, very very good guy and clearly one of the guys who understands leadership and vision 
in uh, this city. There's a documentary that's been released, made for this moment, about how Indy became a sports capital. Talk to me about your conversation with him and and where they think sports is going to take us next. Yeah, really interesting conversation uh, with Ryan Vaughn. As you mentioned, this uh, made for this moment, a documentary that actually they began shooting. They began putting together before the pandemic. It was supposed to be, uh, you know, all about uh, Indianapolis's uh, evolution into this sports capital, how it happened, uh, the sports history, how it developed, the Pan Am Games, the National Sports Festival. Then the pandemic hits. So the, the, the documentary switches to the rich history in sports, but also uh, Indianapolis pulled off the improbable, which was hosting the entirety of March Madness, the entire tournament, save for a few games in West Lafayette and Bloomington here in Indianapolis. It was an amazing feat, a logistical uh, a challenge to be sure, and how they pulled it off and what message that sends to big events, whether they're sporting events or conventions or others about Indianapolis and its ability to, to host those events. What's next, Tony? That's a great question, and I know uh, increasingly it's being act, asked a lot. Uh, will the city go after another Super Bowl? M- my guess is probably not. We'll, we'll see where that uh, that goes. But you look at unique events like the NBA 2K League, you know, the gaming uh, craze, the multi-billion dollar uh, industry that is. Indianapolis is going to be host to the NBA's uh, 2K League uh, beginning here shortly. So it's those types of things, I think, things we haven't even perhaps thought about before that Indianapolis may, uh, may you know, begin to make a bid on. The one other thing I'll, I'll, I'll throw out there, too, is sports and the impact on the economy. Obviously, it's had a huge and has a huge impact here in central Indiana, but increasingly Increasingly, we're seeing impact the economy in other places, Fort Wayne and uh, Evansville, a number of communities going after sporting events. Perhaps not as big as the Super Bowl, but uh, big amateur events. Bring in the dollars is bring in the dollars and spread the yep. love is spread the love, and the Super Bowl will return. It's not always about the big thing. It's about, you know, it, it, sometimes you want to hit the home run, but it's very nice to hit doubles. And yeah. constantly yeah. hit doubles. And that's right. I use baseball to explain football to explain <laughs> economics. That's yeah, who we no are base, here. No baseball, Tony. How about that? You talk about a business story. That's a mess. Major that's League going baseball. to be a yeah. huge one that we're going to dig into on Tony Katz today. Uh, that, that, that they have not come to any type of resolution between the players and the league. And yep. spring training is going to be further pushed back. And we're now into a – we're going to be into a shortened season, right? That's coming. That's here. Yeah, it could. Be. I mean, I think today's the cutoff actually for to start the season uh, on time. On time, and and it and it, it by all indications, both sides are still uh, still far apart. A huge opportunity for the NFL to push the XFL or the USFL or whoever they're partnering with. Yep. Great opportunity uh, for them. And for the curling leagues out there, start calling television <laughs> stations about those contracts. They got to show something, and you are it.